Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's episode 112, 112 of The Wise Guys. We are back. Another week, another episode. You already know. We're chilling, kicking it. First things first, how you feeling tonight, bro? Shit, I'm feeling great, man. It's Wednesday. It's a new month. Cinco de Mayo coming up. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm overall, I'm feeling great. I'm ready to talk sports. A lot happened throughout every single sport. Big UFC weekend coming up. It's crazy. Yeah, we got a sports-heavy episode today, of course. Uh, there's a lot going on this past week. Um, so there, every sport is going on right now, so it's pretty dope. It's, it's like, you know, perfect scenario for people like us. <laughs> but let's get into it. I mean, we had the NFL draft, Lamar getting paid, NBA playoffs, Joel winning MVP, Bryce coming back, got MLB in full effect, NHL playoffs. I know you've been keeping tabs on that. Um, a lot to get into with the sports talk later on. But for now, we'll get into some stuff happening so far this week. Uh, first things first, I, I saw, I came across this today. Actually, Messi uh, is suspended without pay by PSG after visiting Saudi Arabia without permission. Uh, apparently suspended for like two weeks without pay. Pretty sure he's not going to feel that. But uh, what's your thoughts on that real quick? Yeah, I mean, we knew it was coming. Um well, him leaving, him, him leaving PSG, uh, we knew that was coming. He just seemed unhappy there. The offense just doesn't seem right. Uh, I don't know. It, it was a good fit for a little bit, obviously, Mbappe, one of the younger best stars in the world. Uh, but we see what Holland and them boys are doing over there in Man City. Um, yeah, I just EPL is different. Uh, obviously, the best league. You got Man City. Uh, Man United, all them Arsenal competing. Uh, we actually just knocked them off. But back to the messy shit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was that deep to suspend them. But, you know, they're probably bitter that he wants to leave. Yeah, I think it's just they're salty at this point, if you want to put it in those terms. Um, but it's kind of corny. But whatever. I mean, <laughs> we knew he was going to leave at the end of the day. And r- rumors today spread it. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but he might be getting paid double what Ronaldo's contract was. Uh, if he does go there. So it's pretty interesting. Um, Messi always getting a bag. Um, but yeah, man, you also brought up Holland, who now is uh, the most goals in a season. Is that correct? Is that is that what I saw? Yes, sir. Breaking the record today. It, w- it was just a great experience watching him this season. Uh, overall, different. He's huge. Uh, his kicking power is just unreal. Uh, he did miss a penalty recently, which kind of freaked me out because it's not like him. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, overall, just one of the greatest coming up. Uh, like I said, great watching them play, and especially for my team. Yeah, man, definitely hell of a talent there, Erling Holland uh, from Man City, doing his thing, um, and now holds that record, which is dope. Um, it's just incredible, man, and he's so young too. He's just a freak. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, with the messy stuff, Snoop Dogg apparently enters a bidding war with Ryan Reynolds for an NHL team, Ottawa Senators, um, Senators <laughs> to, to buy the team. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I know Snoop's got his hand in a lot of stuff, but buying a hockey team is kind of threw me off. But I think it's dope, man. Who do you think wins the bidding war? <laughs> Shit. I mean, Ryan Reynolds already has his hands in the. The football, if I'm correct, it's the Wrexham uh, or something along those lines over in London. Or I'm not too sure. I, I, it might be Norway. I'm, I'm not too sure. It's one. It's over there. 
you know what I mean, in Europe. Uh, but, yeah, I, he might. He might, in my opinion. But we know Snoop. Snoop is Snoop. Uh, threw me off with the Ottawa. Uh, I think he would be more interested in the Kings or an L.A. team, uh, Anaheim Ducks. But, yeah, man, I don't know. I Owning a hockey team would be fun. I, I definitely would do it if I had the money uh, on my personal list now to achieve things so yeah owning a hockey team avalanche i'm coming for you uh about to have all new jerseys even though the new ones the, the ones now are tough but 20 2030 2030 i'm on avalanche <laughs> yeah man uh maybe snoop should put in a bid for the flyers or something because you know they just need to re just recoup they just need to restart well, i mean they got rid of the gm so that's a good start <laughs> yeah yeah they're definitely going to be in a rebuilding uh, process so um yeah we're not gonna get into that <laughs> but also mike tyson makes a comment he makes a statement he puts out one that says he feels like if he did psychedelics it would have made him a better fighter um pretty interesting statement there i could see why <laughs> you know what i mean uh maybe more awareness i i don't know uh what's your thoughts on mike saying that Maybe, yo. I, I, I hear him out. I, I definitely hear him out. Um, maybe it gets him sharper. I don't know. Feeling less anxious. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not in the head of Mike Tyson currently, but I know he yeah, does man. hell of shrooms now. So yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I just feel like the dude's a beast, regardless. But yeah, man. If if it makes him sharper as a fighter, I definitely understand where he's coming from. Uh, the vision gets a little clearer. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, but also, some sad news. Uh, rest in peace, Jerry Springer. Um, this did happen last week. Um, 79 years old. I uh, didn't really read into what happened or why uh, he passed away. I'm assuming, you know, just, you know, old. I don't know if he was ill. Um, but it's a pretty sad moment for entertainment um, and just everybody growing up. I mean, I you, you know, you think Jerry Springer, you remember popping on the TV and seeing Jerry Springer during the day uh, all the time growing up as a kid. Pretty entertaining stuff, pretty entertaining show. Um, definitely uh, will be missed in the entertainment industry. And uh, it's pretty sad, pretty sad, though. 79 years old. Yeah, man. I mean, definitely sad uh, to hear he made his mark and basically set the bar in that kind of television reality love drama i guess you would say <laughs> yeah like, flavor flav them shows like, like mari yeah. yeah all them uh, steve wilkos the newer <laughs> yeah. newer younger age that was older, like a branch off you know of what i mean because he was a security <laughs> guard on jerry Spring. yeah yeah it was funny to see how they all played out yeah. uh when you're sick from school you know that was the show to watch yeah uh, nothing else it. on <laughs> but yeah overall nobody wanted to watch the prices brighter in our age we to watch <laughs> nah. jerry spring you know what nah. i mean so overall rest in peace jerry springer man yeah definitely for sure jerry springer was top tier tv back then um definitely wild show wild stuff uh, i wonder how many episodes in total there were actually um but uh and i always think about that picture of him and rick ross and uh french montana it's pretty funny um but yeah man uh rest in peace to jerry springer uh some sad news there but um one last thing uh that happened to cross our radar spider-man the original spider-man toby mcguire spider-man uh released 21 years ago today 
Uh, that is pretty crazy. It makes me feel old. <laughs> uh, I remember going to see that as a kid in the movies. Um, and it's just crazy, man, to think about it. We were like five, six years old, whatever it is. Uh, pretty crazy. <laughs> Four or five years old, whatever it was when that movie came out. And to think about 21 years ago and uh, pretty dope. That he was actually in the most recent Spider-Man, and I think he's planning on doing more again. Uh, that dude, like, doesn't age, I feel like. He still looks the same exact way as he did as a kid in the first Spider-Man, so pretty funny. Yeah, it was a classic movie. I, I actually re watched it uh, about a month ago, I think. And you could just tell how the old films were filmed completely different than the newer ones. It was more, I guess you would say, rustic. I don't know if that's the word, <laughs> but... Definitely wasn't as advanced now. Uh, it, it's funny, though, because that Spider-Man was my all-time favorite. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I only seen one, two, and I think the most recent one. But, yeah, if I had to put them all on a, pedestal, on a list or whatever, yeah. First one definitely clears. The video game was dope. Uh, that era was crazy. I remember coming out of the movie theater thinking I could turn into Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I had a little yeah. phase like that when I was, like, four or five. Uh, I think I saw the Incredible Hulk. I thought the same thing. <laughs> you almost wanted I, to get bit by yeah, a spider. You know what I mean? I, I just yeah. thought I could be a superhero for some reason when I walked out of the movie theater. I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember having that feeling as well. Um, but yeah, crazy stuff. I actually seen it at the, I think it was the old AMC near the Defert Mall, which does not exist anymore. Uh, they still have the other one near Adelphia's, but yeah. It was <laughs> the one, if, do you remember that one? Yeah. The one that was yeah. in, yeah. They had like two AMC movie theaters right next to the mall. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely funny memory there. I had to bring that up. But that's pretty much it going on for so far this week. Um, just some, some cool stuff going on. Uh, we do have USC 288 coming up this weekend. We're going to be looking forward to that. Sejudo. You already know. Um, but next thing we'll get into is some new music, new drops. You already know. Um, not too, too much going on in the hip-hop world, but... We did have Jack Harlow dropping a new surprise album called Jackman last Friday, 428. Ten tracks on this. I did give it a listen. I skimmed through the album. I can say it does sound a lot better than his last project. Uh, there's ten tracks on this one. Uh, I listened to Ambitious. He really went in on that one. Uh, but yeah, man, overall, definitely a whole lot better of a project than his last album. Um, not that his last album was completely trash, but just wasn't what we were expecting the way he came out you know the hype the the fire behind it and then and then it was just like it kind of calmed down and it's still calmed down i feel like you you know but it's receiving positive feedback overall uh for what i'm seeing on social media and stuff but i would definitely say it's a more lyrical album this time around so we can appreciate that yeah definitely i i'm not I don't know. He's losing me. Yeah, kinda. yeah. He's really losing me. Well, that was the thing. Yeah. And then this project, I feel like he's getting more positive feedback again um, from what we were used to uh, when he first came out, you know. But I think he kind of, with dropping the last project, he kind of fell off, man. He really did. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'll give it a listen, this new one. I mean, I didn't listen to it at all. I don't think I heard one track off it. Um, not saying he's trash like you said. He's not bad rapper at oh, all. Yeah, talented dude. Uh, but, yeah. Just not my style. He he came in hot. He came in doing the features with Pushaisty, ESTG. Uh, some rappers I listen to heavy, but I don't. Him, he, he he did drop some bangers, but the whole like you said, he came in saying he's the top two <laughs> best white rapper of all time. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> behind M, uh, Mac Miller has some. <laughs> 
questions about that. Action Bronson has some questions about that. You know what I mean? Uh, Riff Raff has some questions about that. You saw that? Yeah, I seen that. That was hilarious, man. I mean, they're not lying. At yeah. least with the action brought to him by Mac Miller. Definitely, man. Uh, he is receiving, I mean, positive feedback, but negative backlash for that uh, lyric in that song. Uh, it wasn't this song. I think it was, oh, they don't love it. That's what track it was. He actually just dropped the video for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, he said he's the hardest white boy since M. Uh, he didn't come out directly and say that, but um, he said something along the lines of that just maybe wasn't the right bar to put in your song uh, again I got my boy nick caution <laughs> shout out yeah. the real no yeah no man uh i just think you know you got to pump the brakes you know respect your elders kind of thing um mac miller definitely second runner-up behind him <laughs> we all know that and uh action you know for sure um but yeah riffraff even has something to say about that too but uh yeah some funny stuff there but yeah shout out to jack harlow dropping a new project this was a surprise album he didn't do any promoting for it um you know which i think he was trying to do that purposely i don't know the you know what he was getting at but um definitely is better than his last one so i'll give i'll give props where it's due um but yeah, also on this day in 1993, Wu-Tang released Protect Your Neck, one of my favorite Wu-Tang songs of all time. Everybody knows it. Um, everybody knows that song. Um, it's pretty, pretty historic, you know, for the hip hop world. Um, you know, as, again, if you listen to rap, you probably know that song or at least half the words to it. Um, but yeah, I always took pride in rapping it word for word since high school. You know, <laughs> you know that. Yeah, that's a banger. One of the most... All time greatest songs, in my opinion, yeah, it's put like together. A big yeah, like, it's just, yeah, like you said, the grit, um, the authenticity in the song. I just feel like they grabbed the mic. I feel like they recorded it on the block. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. it was funny because I actually, not to cut you off, but I actually watched the, the Wu Tang documentary and it showed when they got to that point, when they made that song. They really just wanted to break the rules a little bit and make something that was just raw, ill, like just their raw talent without any hook, nothing like that, really. Um, just all go in like it's a group of us, like all go in to show our talent, spit bars. And they were just raw, man. Back then it was something different. Uh, and they came with a different style than a lot of other rappers in the 90s. Um, one of my my favorite rap group of all time, definitely. Um, but yeah, much respect to Wu-Tang, man. Shout out to them. They're still doing their thing, still going on tours um, since the 90s, man. They've really just been carrying it. Yeah, Wu-Tang forever, man. Wu-Tang Wednesday, actually. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, as you guys know, we record on Wednesdays, <laughs> drop yeah. Thursdays. So yeah. it is Wu-Tang Wednesday currently. Uh, so yeah, shout out them. One of the all-time greatest groups, rap groups, if not greatest. You guys can have that debate. But, I mean, some Pop Smoke rumors came out. You want to let them know, man, the sad, sad news. Uh, I, I figured it. So, I mean, when I heard it, I wasn't really too down in the dumps. We can all, we can only get so many remixes, uh, shit that he didn't want yeah, dropped, which wouldn't make sense. Stuff. You know what I mean? So I'd rather them stop dropping music if he really does even have any or if that was a, the truth or not. You know what I mean? I'd rather them just not drop it at all if he if he if they knew he wouldn't want it dropped. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, we definitely touched on this in the past. 
um, especially around the time when they were dropping music for him. But uh, yeah, apparently the rumor is that he has no more music to be released. And I, I believe it too. Uh, we kind of saw this one coming. Uh, we haven't seen any new pop songs or pop drops recently. Um, so it does make sense. And I think they really gassed it out with the last two um uh, you know, last two albums that they did, um, which he didn't release, obviously, this is music that he had in the vault. Um, but apparently a lot of it, people close to him even confirmed like, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And like the music that they put out the last two albums since he passed away, uh, he wouldn't approved half of it. Apparently, that's that's what they were saying. And um, I kind of believe that. And they really guessed it out with how many tracks they put on both of these albums. I think there were like 20 tracks on each one. Uh, I think it was, it's sad to say, it's just really uh, money hungry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there was no need to put out two Pop Smoke albums with 20 tracks each on it. Like, it, you know what I mean? Save his music, let his legacy live on, let us enjoy his raw music. And apparently they just, you know, they just did it all wrong. So it's sad. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Uh, like you said, we touched up on that earlier in the earlier episodes but i mean the one thing i'm more heard about is us not getting that key glock deluxe oh, but man. if there's one guy i ain't gonna get on too much about dropping music it's definitely key glock you know what i mean it, got it gotta hit different a little bit when the big homie ain't there so definitely ain't gonna get on about that but i am expecting it i am still yeah. expecting it i yeah. don't gotta be april that's cool but yeah. maybe may maybe may we're looking for that Glock. Come on now. Um, <laughs> definitely, man. Uh, just finished up his tour. I know he was hype about that. He was tweeting about finishing up the tour and, um, you know, thanking everybody. And uh, definitely it was it was lit to go see him. Got to see him again um, for a second time. You know what I mean? Met him the first time around, which was a dope experience for us both. Um, to, uh, But, yeah, man, definitely uh, we're looking for the deluxe. So <laughs> Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, what do you think? Key Glock thinks of Dylan Brooks. You think he fucks with him? You think he thinks he's a clown? Yeah. What do you think he thinks about Dylan Brooks? Uh, he probably thought he was funny at first. <laughs> but um, at this point, it's just like... It, <laughs> he probably... Was, <laughs> at this point, it's more so like he's he just not fucking with him. I mean, he definitely... <laughs> yeah, he got yeah. it not fuck After the fits <laughs> yeah. that he was rocking. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I think them, them nut-ass fits he was coming out with... Uh, looking like an LMFAO. He said, bro, was looking like Stone Cold as a prostitute. <laughs> I was dying. Oh, my God. Nah, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Dylan Brooks set himself up for some pretty bad failures uh, with this postseason especially. Uh, I, I guess it's just a message to the youth. I mean, yeah. you can't talk before you win anything. Respect your elders. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, definitely. So, yeah, all in all, to answer your question, bro, I don't think Glock fucks with Dylan Brooks. Uh, <laughs> and neither do we. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but speaking of that, speaking of Dylan Brooks, we are going to get into NBA talk. You know what I'm saying? Uh, NBA playoffs are here. But a little more importantly today. We got to announce Joel Embiid winning the MVP. Finally, uh, well-deserved, man. Uh, I kind of felt like he needed it last year, but Joker did his thing. Um, but he really spoke it into existence. Uh, Joe bringing up a tweet from 2014 when he said it. He posted a picture of the rankings, and he was number one and said this. Uh, basically manifested it. And uh, he's the first Sixer to win MVP since Allen Iverson, AI pound per pound goat. Philly goat, so pretty dope stuff, man. Yeah, definitely dope to see him be win the MVP. Uh, no argument there about him winning it. Uh, 
kind of do understand how people would feel like it's a finally thing for him. Um, or in other words, like a, here you go here, shut up. Like, type, you know what I mean? Like, all right, here you fucking go type award. Uh, but definitely earned it this year. No doubt about it. Uh, no taking that from him. Uh, Jokic is not a scrub. I, I hate the whole Jokic and beat argument because they're two different type of players. Uh, Jokic will wear you out. Uh, and Bede plays like he's worn out. So, but he'll still give you 50. So it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know. I mean, obviously Embiid had to grind harder. No, I don't want to get there. I don't want to get into all that because Jokic looks like a fucking uh, couch potato and he'll give you 50-20-10. So between the two, they're both elite players, both MVPs now. So that's that's a good thing, I guess, for the sport of basketball. Back-to-back back centers. It is what's world. crazier about this whole thing is the last three MVPs are Europeans. So I want to touch up a little bit on that. What's your thoughts on that? Is Europeans coming into America and running our league, or what's good? <laughs> yeah, at this point in time right now, I would say that's the truth, man. I mean, look at – and it's not even just basketball. I mean, look at baseball. You got Otani running things. Um, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, I feel like nowadays – but it also has to do with more, um, I feel like, foreign guys. I feel like it's discipline. Yeah, it it's it definitely discipline. Um, we see that in the UFC a lot and, and you know, combat sports, too. Um, you know what I mean? With, you know what I mean? The guys from Dagestan and stuff like that in Russia, um, you know what I'm saying? And the Brazilians and all that. So uh, I but I also feel like there's more of an opportunity nowadays than there was back in the day for foreign players to join the leagues here in America and have that opportunity and um, the exposure to it. Um, you know, and and as more guys like Jokic and you know the Lucas of the league and stuff I feel like they'll have they'll open up and pave the way for more to come um so back in the day we really didn't get to see that so it's pretty dope um when you when you think about it that way yeah 100 percent, man I mean speaking of American players though you got the rumors of Harden wanting to go to Houston heating up really bad during the time that the Phillies well, not the Phillies, excuse me. We're watching the Phillies currently, but the Sixers are heating up in the playoffs. What's your thoughts on that, uh, considering he bought him a Rolex with MVP engraved in it? We've seen Joel's reaction to it. Uh, the two just seem so uh, genuine, I guess you would say, with each other. It, to me, it didn't seem like Harden would want to leave at all. No, I, I feel like, you know, it's all just smoke in the mirrors at this point. I feel like, you know, they make it, uh, especially if they make it out of this round against Boston, I feel like these guys are going to stick together and try to win chips. Um, and, and just their relationship, and, and as you said, Harden gifted him the Rolex with the MVP engraved in it. Um, the reaction that Harden gave him when he won the award in the video um, and all that. And we see it on the court and off the court. Um, those guys seem to have great chemistry on and off the court. And I think that's huge. And I think Harden feels home at Philly with Embiid and company. And I, I think it's a great setup for him. So I, I don't know. I feel like he comes back. I, I feel like he wouldn't leave, especially if they have postseason success, which so far they do. Uh, Harden dropping 45 the other night. Uh, vintage or Vegas Harden, as they were saying. Um, but I, I, I think he stays. Overall, I do. Um, but Joel taking the MVP award definitely uh, adds to that, I feel like. 
Um, I feel like the whole team kind of rallied around him in this moment yesterday. It was dope. And he turned around to them and said, okay, we got five minutes to celebrate, um, you know, and stuff like that. But um, he was like, you know, he told the team I'm back when it got announced. So we know he's playing tonight. Um, they are playing game two in Boston. So that'll be interesting. But uh, just to highlight some of Joe's uh, career you know, highlights, I guess. Um, he is a one-time MVP now, two-time scoring champ, six-time All-Star, three-time MVP finalist, four-time All-NBA, three-time All-NBA All defense. Um, he also becomes the first MVP to average 30 points per game, 10 rebounds per game on a fit, on shoot on 50% uh, from the field. So since Moses Malone, too, in 1981, uh, it's pretty impressive stuff there. And uh, let's not forget, I mean, he didn't learn basketball until he was 15 years old. And um, he didn't play his first two years in the league. And also, he even almost quit playing basketball after the broken foot and uh, losing his brother. So facing all that adversity, seeing the emotion he gave out yesterday when he won um, in his press conference and stuff, you really got to appreciate the guy and uh, who he is. Yeah, I mean, all those accolades are nice and everything. Uh, you can't take away from Joel Embiid being Joel Embiid. Uh, but the flopping, not going to forgive him for. It is a trend in the league, so I will give him that slight. <laughs> But he just seems to do the trend a little bit more than others. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and the way he falls. It's just you're so big. Uh, you're taking it out one outside the three-point line. There's a couple of times, numerous times, where he's dribbling the ball outside the three-point line uh, like he's a point guard. And he tries to flop from out there. It just makes it more pathetic. Rather, I, I understand the flops under the basket. You know what I mean? Cool. Um, if you're coming off a pick and roll, if you're setting the pick and roll and you're flopping – it's it just a bad look, man. I, I I don't know. His big ass is too damn big to be doing that. Yeah, no, he he is a clumsy guy on the court. Um, I feel like you he know, got two left feet. <laughs> part of that, I feel like, is the league nowadays. You know, we see it in a lot of games, but he is way too big to be falling around like that. He makes me nervous watching him sometimes. Um, apparently, they did work with him a lot early on to teach him how to fall and take falls. But I feel like that uh, mixed with him drawing foul so much just formed into what it is now, <laughs> which we, we see it. I wish he would do it less, obviously. Um, but I definitely uh, got to give hats off to the guy. You know what I mean? Definitely cemented himself in this league as one of the best two-way players. Um, so got to gotta give credit where it's due. But I do wish uh, <laughs> we could see less of that stuff, though, definitely. Yeah, 100%, man. I mean, he is potentially back tonight. Uh, there's still isn't 100% word on that. The thought process is he will play barring any setbacks and shoot around, I think. So. I think you'll see him play, but, but he's going to be playing more in a sense of like drawing the doubles. And, yeah, uh, he'll, know, he'll get less minutes yeah, for sure, yeah. I think. But They're gonna I, take it easy. I'm seeing a huge game from Maxi. Uh, two steals is yeah. plus 250 on FanDuel. Go grab that. Uh, he had four steals last game. Uh, five Out of five... Uh, out of his last five playoff games, he had three or two or more steals three of the five games. So you take what you want with that info. Uh, Maxi snagging shit. Yeah. I do believe the Celtics will limit their turnovers. Uh, I'm pretty sure they had about 16 turnovers, I think it was, uh, somewhere around that. Uh, but, yeah, overall, I think Boston wins it tonight, regardless if MB was playing or not. 
Uh, I think they kind of understand it's a must win. They were in the finals just last year, um, kind of the same team. So I think we get Robert Williams a little bit more. Not taking any credit away from the Sixers, but if you guys pull one off here, I think you guys got the series. So all in all, the Celtics know what it is. If they lose, this is the series. Yeah, I mean, they've been here before, right? So like you just said, last year in the finals. Um, and I really do. I'm a lot more nervous whether Joel plays or not tonight. And I think he will. Uh, definitely more nervous for this game than game one. Uh, game one still kind of felt good, even with Joe sitting out. Um, you know, we wanted Joe to sit out, you know, not risk anything. But I, I don't know. I, I, you know, it is more skeptical going into this one because the Celtics know what it is. It's, you know, if they lose this game, it's, it's a bad look, um, and bad, bad vibes going from there. But we'll see what happens. I think Tatum, uh, is going to come out. Tatum is going to come out on fire tonight. Got to find a way to contain him and, uh, just limit, limit their shots as much as we can. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, this is in Boston again, so if we do take another one in Boston, it's bad news for them. Um, but I do, I agree with you. I do think Maxi should have a decent game, if a, a, a good game, hopefully a great game. Um, but Harden, I think we're going to see Harden continue to be more aggressive, and um, you know, especially with the vibes. And if Joe's on the court, I feel like the team might rally around that. And uh, maybe Tobias Harris will decide if he wants to be shooting well or not tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I definitely, you know, maybe PJ Tucker decides to shoot a couple couple shots instead of just playing defense <laughs> on the court doing cardio. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Um, definitely need the role guys to step up as well and uh, just uh, be cautious with Joe. Absolutely, be cautious with him, and we'll see what happens. But. This is the rivalry. It is the series we all look forward to to seeing and uh, just really exciting stuff. So glad Joe is back, though, and uh, we'll see what happens. But enough with the Sixers, the Celtics. Let's get into the other series in the East, the Heat versus the Knicks. Game one. I know. <laughs> I know you were feeling great, man. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, uh, Hemi. <laughs> Butler, Hemi Butler. <laughs> I mean, the ankle scared me. Yeah, I can't lie, yeah. the ankle scared me. Yeah. Uh, it was a kind of weird play. I'm not gonna say Josh Hart was dirty, like a lot of people on Twitter were. No, he's not that kind of guy. Uh, I don't know him personally, but no, from what I see yeah, in his yeah. record in the league, doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Uh, Jimmy was shaking his head, laughing. No, uh, Knicks fans tweeting they're scared. Uh, I'm glad they're admitting it. Uh, it's why I rep New York heavy. Uh, I know they're perceived as the worst fans in the world. That's only the Mets, if we're being <laughs> realistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, New York fans know what it is. I feel like if anybody gets hard on their fan base, n pause, not hard on their <laughs> fan base, but yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. If anybody attacks their fan base more, um, it's New York fans just because they, they know what their potential is, and when they don't see the potential getting done or at its best, they know what it is. They boo. They boo. They boo. Uh, they run people out of town. Um, it's why I appreciate New York. So, I mean, overall, I just feel like the Knicks were, of course, going to sneak one out of MSG because that, that stadium's deafening. Yeah, they got Randall uh, back. Yeah, they didn't they, have him in the first You saw how many celebs were there. Um, we saw, obviously, Jessica Alba there. I mean, they when needed I, when to. I, when I was younger, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought she was way better than Kim Kardashian. 
but <laughs> yeah. overall, yeah. we saw what it was. Jalen Brunson is going to Jalen Brunson, of course, with Jimmy Butler out, uh, Tyler Hero out. We're playing with guys that are undrafted. I think we just broke a record for the most points uh, with undrafted players. I think it was 74 points with undrafted players combined. So it's just crazy. Yeah, and I don't think anybody expected you guys to um, to, to go in there and, and take out the Bucks. I mean, honestly, nobody expected Miami to go against Milwaukee there and uh, do what they did uh, and eliminate them. So it's pretty pretty great stuff for Miami, man, especially with what they're working with right now. Shout out to Jimmy Butler, though. Been a huge fan of the guy since his Bulls days in Chicago and uh, just want to see him thrive, man. Still wish he was in a Sixers uniform, but that's old news. <laughs> yeah, I d- we just need to see a better series out of Bam Adebayo than last series. So, Well, the good news is you guys go back to Miami. You know what I mean? Perfect scenario yeah. for us with Jimmy coming back. Yeah. It's what I sent in our group chat. You know, you know what it is. I said yeah. I, would, I would like to see Jimmy sit this game, uh, get a little rest. The ankle looked pretty bad. They said it was like a baseball. Yeah, no, I, I did see it happen. Uh, he rolled it pretty bad. Uh, but, yeah, they, they play on Saturday, so we'll see what happens. Uh, he's got a little time to rest. I was at. about to say, decent amount of days of rest. Yeah. Uh, there's a big gap in these playoffs. I think the NBA did that purposefully so we don't see Kevin Durant-esque <laughs> injuries again. Yeah, yeah. no, I think it's for the best, honestly. Um, and I'm glad, you know, Joe even had the rest that he did with us taking out the Nets early on. Um, but, yeah, man, same for Jimmy. I hope he gets well, gets better, gets 100%. So you can take, um, you know what I mean, the Knicks on in Miami. And I, it's funny with Miami, I feel like uh, – the the home crowd really shows out for the playoffs. Uh, Miami's energy is electric in the playoffs. They're used to that atmosphere. Um, you know what I mean? You don't really see it in the regular season too much, but I feel like in the postseason, you guys really show out. Um, so I think the home crowd will be a good advantage for you guys, um, especially if you can you know come up in the series with the Tide right now. But we will see. Um, that is the East right now. And we are going to go on to the West Series. Suns versus Nuggets. Denver leads 2-0. Next game is on Friday. Uh, What do you make of this series? You know, Chris Paul obviously hurt now with a groin injury. Supposedly going to miss maybe the rest of the series. He's going to miss game three and four, they're saying. Um, But what do you think, man? KD, Booker? I don't know. I I just think they're going to get worn out. I don't think they're deep enough uh, campaigning them. Shout out them. Uh, There's only campaign and i you need mccall bridges long story short you need mccall here they're realizing it uh no disrespect to tory craig he's been doing his thing uh but kevin durant is coming off a big achilles injury he's not superman uh we see how skinny the guy is that's also not a dig at him we know he's one of the best players in the world um definitely stamped himself as already as one of the greatest players ever but it's just not enough to carry this team. Devin Booker is going to Devin Booker. Um, DeAndre as much as I hate like, Devin Booker, like, yeah, that, that's the biggest story here. That gets me like, uh, Besides all that, Book, Book is going to get you 35, no matter if I talk about him, how I talk about him. Uh, I hate his style of play. He thinks he's Kobe, but he's not. Uh, that's besides the point. It is what it is. Like I said, he's going to get you what he gets you. KD is going to give you what he gets you. The story is and playing soft eight and plays like he's five foot four um Jokic is just gonna bully him uh they're about the same height but (laughs) the way I was watching it it looked like Jokic was 10 foot 10 feet taller yeah no absolutely eight and plays small for his size and uh it's kind of crazy to see because you know we saw eight and 
playing at a really high level at one point, and now he just kind of, I don't know what it is. We see the like, PSA dipping down, man. We see the PSA yeah. rookie card dipping down. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> uh, we need that to hold some value again. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Denver leading this series, like I said, 2 nothing. Next game is on Friday, so we'll see. But uh, the last series that I, we're going to get into before we get on to the NFL draft, um, <laughs> the Lakers versus the Warriors, man. I'm glad we got this one. This is a historic series. This is one to remember um, already, and it's only been one game. Um, Steph versus LeBron, the ultimate showdown right now in the league. Um, pretty, pretty cool stuff there. Uh, I, LeBron and the Lakers, AD, man, Anthony Davis having the first 30-20 uh, game since Shaq for the Lakers. Uh, interesting stuff there. If AD plays like that, the rest of this series i think the lakers got it man what do you think yeah absolutely a great first game you know i won a lot of people money uh with that play uh i picked ad and uh kavon looney to combine for 34 plus rebounds they cleared it i mean i didn't think they would clear it like they did i'm pretty sure they combined <laughs> yeah. for 44 around 43 each looney's been a rebounding uh, machine but yeah, man. that was the moral of the story the rebounds, um, both of them killing it on the boards. It was three versus two, literally. The Warriors were hitting all their shots from three. The Lakers were hitting all their shots from the line and the, and the paint. So I, I don't know how that's going to play out. What do you personally. make of the of the Jordan pull shot at the end? What do you what do you make of that? I, he could have stepped up. I, I don't like the shot at all. We saw Steph didn't like the shot, but he's going to say what he's going to say post-game. I mean, he had right? it. It's his teammate. Yeah. But we've seen his reaction. He immediately put his head down, uh, hands on the knees. He knew he fucked down. Yeah, he was yeah. pissed. Steph was hot. Uh, but it more so falls on Draymond there. I mean, I, I feel like Draymond can get a dribble in, um, fake it like he's going in. He'll push AD, um, and then Jordan Poole gets up a little bit. It was If we're pointing fingers, it can go to both of them. Don't like the shot, though, in general, uh, what the time there was left. There wasn't a second left. There were, I'm pretty sure there was 10 left when Jordan Poole had the ball in his hands. Yeah, it, it just was a bad shot selection there. In the that amount moment, of time that was left, yeah, ridiculous. In that moment, you could look, you know what I mean, to one of your teammates, uh, put the ball in Steph Curry's hands, who absolutely shoots lights out. We know that in those moments. Even Klay Thompson, Draymond, somebody else. Uh, I mean, at one hand... Poole was having a great game early on. I think um, he shot six for ten from three. Maybe he was feeling it. Maybe he was feeling the girls in the crowd so, sitting sideline. Who knows? Um, a <laughs> little joke there. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like overall uh, it was a bad bad decision in that in that moment. But you got to move on. And, uh, you know, you know the Warriors are going to come out a little stronger and try to take game two. But we'll see what happens. Um, ultimately, I'm gonna call it, man. I, I think the Lakers, the Lakers take this series. Who do you think takes it? Warriors, Lakers. Personally, I think the Lakers take it. Um, I think they're just too dominant in the paint. Uh, they got their three and D guys. We've seen Vanderbilt stepping up, getting the boards. They got the Austin depth Reeves, too, I feel like. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, I, I just think LeBron doesn't have to go as hard as he thought he would need to, although. Him going harder would make it easier. Maybe they can do it in five rather than six. But ultimately, I think it goes six, and I think the Lakers win in six. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, so we will see what happens. We will see. All in all, historic series that we can't wait to see how it plays out. Uh, but 
we're just going to have to wait <laughs> and see what happens. But that is pretty much it for the NBA playoff talk. Um, you know, so it's really been interesting so far. So we'll see how it continues. Uh, we are going to get on to NFL talk. NFL draft happened. Lamar got paid. Lamar got his contract, man, from the Ravens. Five years, 260 M's. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Um, definitely deserved it. Definitely kind of drawn out there. I feel like it, <laughs> you know, it definitely could have happened a little earlier, but who knows? Um, I, I will say uh, right now, as it's looking, uh, the highest total paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, number one is Patrick Mahomes with $450 million contract. Number two, Lamar Jackson at $260 million. Three, Josh Allen, $258. Four, Jalen Hurts with $255. Five, Russ. Let him cook Russ. $245 million. That's atrocious. Um, but yeah, the highest average on paid per year we're looking at Lamar at 52, Jalen at 51, Rodgers at 50.3, and Russ 49, and Kyler Murray uh, at 46. Um, one thing I noticed about this list, no Dak Prescott, um, who a lot of people had a lot to say when he got his contract, but um, seems like they structured that pretty well for him not being on this list. So got to give it to the mayor. But thoughts on Lamar getting his contract, man? What do you think? Yeah, I really did not think it was going to come, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, when they signed Odell, I knew that was another wide receiver that he wanted. I didn't think it was the wide receiver he wanted. Obviously, wanted Hopkins, too. But uh, it's too early to judge. I know Lamar doesn't want to be there deep down. I know it. Ravens fans cope. Uh, <laughs> he, he, there was no other market for him, which is re really, really strange, in my opinion. Uh, former MVP. We still know he has a lot in the tank. Still young. Uh, it is Lamar Jackson. So uh, I, overall, the signing is great for the Ravens. They got their guy. Um, they got Zay Flowers. So it's not like they drafted duds. Had a nice draft. Uh, the O-line is still the O-line, which doesn't scare me as a Steelers fan. Um, so we will see. But the Steelers win the division. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, speaking of the Steelers, definitely had an incredible, incredible draft there. And um, how you feeling? How you feeling after draft day? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> a lot of teams made out pretty well in this draft for being uh, pretty much, I would say, the most unpredictable draft we've seen in a while. Um, and a lot of people are saying the second round was almost better than the first outside the top 10, 15 picks. Um, so what, what's your thoughts, man? Steelers getting Joe, uh, Joey Porter, Joey Porter Jr. How you feeling? I'm feeling great about Joey. Um, got Ike's Taylor number, uh, Ike Taylor's number, excuse me. Uh, it's just fitting. I feel like they're going to be the same type of cornerback, uh, just hard hitting, uh, reading the plays right. Very smart in the defense. But if we have to talk overall steals and grades of the draft, I would 100% go Broderick Jones. Uh, that was a snag for us. The con artist back at it again, moving up. Um, it's just great overall, as well as Darnell Washington. I was going to say. I, I, there was reports. I'm I read saying, on Twitter. Yeah. They said <laughs> something about his knee, but then there was another doctor that said they didn't see anything wrong with it, and then he could have a 10-plus year career. So 
that's just a slap in the face to a lot of GMs. <laughs> yeah. They they got caught yeah. up in the rumor, yeah. the Will Levis Reddit rumor. So, uh, yeah, yeah. There, there was a lot of them going around draft, I apparently. Overall, in, in terms of winning the draft and steals, Steelers definitely got to consider them for having one of the best um, this year. I mean, like, like we were just talking about, I mean um, – Broderick and Joey Porter landing to you guys in the second round was supposed to go in the first Penn State native. Um, you already know we are uh, definitely love to see him go to a team like Pittsburgh and be on that defense. His pops played there. Uh, Joey Porter senior. So that's a dope moment, man. They showed the picture and everything. Really cool stuff. I love when that type of things happen. But, yeah, I'd say the Steelers with Darnell Washington as well. They're saying that's the steal to draft for you guys, getting him so late the way he fell. Uh, I wanted him on the Cowboys. When, uh, he was available on the board when we were drafted in the second, and I thought we were going to take him, but we didn't. Um, but we'll get into that in a second. I will say, other than the Steelers, the Texans really, really did their thing, man. Trading up, uh, drafting second overall, and then third. I don't know the last time we've seen that in NFL history. Definitely shocked everybody, and um, they, they did they did a thing, man. Definitely getting Will Anderson and uh, CJ, man. It's definitely definitely dope stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. The Texans showed out. Um, the Lions, the Lions surprised me. Uh, they didn't really get a lot of guys. I felt like they needed. Um, they got Jameer Gibbs, which is great. Definitely a generational player. I feel like he's DeAndre Swift, but younger and a little bit more talented which is funny because they wind up trading DeAndre Swift to the Eagles, which I want your opinion on that rather than us getting into the draft order. Um, I want your opinion on the Eagles draft. As a Cowboys fan, <laughs> yeah. we know it's not going to be biased, <laughs> but we know it's not going to be good. Um, just, yeah, are you scared in the NFC East? <laughs> Am I scared? No. Um, just as they got better, we definitely did. But Conor McGregor. Ali no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no. Uh, but no, I'll keep the bias out of it. The Eagles had a great draft. They did. Um, they really added a lot of uh, – they filled a lot of voids in this draft, uh, losing a lot of defensive players that they did from their Super Bowl team. They did end up getting Jalen Carter and also Nolan Smith, who fell to them. Uh, a little sick about that, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you know, <laughs> as good as these guys are, obviously in college, and, you know, they got Ringo late, uh, basically the Georgia Eagles, that's what they're calling it. And, um, you know, <laughs> it is what it is there. But uh, I will say, as a Cowboys fan, watching them have that draft, it was a little upsetting, but I will say we'll see what happens. Like, uh, you know, we, we definitely had a slept-on draft, I feel like, uh, with Mozzie Smith, a great first pick, and uh, also landing Deuce Vaughn in our draft. I, I love to see that. It was a great e pick. Eagles fans are laughing at Deuce. I, yeah. I feel like he's going to be the one They're laughing, laughing now. less. They're laughing now, but let me tell you something. Uh, the kid had back-to-back 1,500-yard -back seasons um, and also had, in 2021, 18 touchdowns rushing, and last year um, he had nine, I believe. But again, 15, over 1,500 yards last year, over 1,400 yards the year before that. And uh, he's undersized, but uh, he basically has the potential to be like Darren Sproles 2.0, which is an ex-Eagle that also reached out to him uh, and told him to keep the short backs alive. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see who's laughing about that one. I think it's a great pick. He fell tremendously in the draft. 
Um, and I was supposed to go a lot higher, but the coolest moment about that, in my opinion, was his dad getting able to draft his son, who was a scout for us for many years. Um, and it was an emotional moment and a dope moment to see. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's like the Joey Porter thing, uh, with the Deuce Vaughn pick. And uh, I think it's great. I think that one, two punch with Pollard and Deuce, it's going to be solid. And uh, also signing Ronald Jones. I feel like that's going to be a good running back trio behind our line, especially. And he's a two-way threat as well. He could catch and, um, you know what I mean, and put him in a slot maybe. So we'll see him a lot on the screens. And um, But all in all, to get back to the Eagle side of it, I will say they had a solid draft, man. They did. Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely agree, agree with you on that. Um, we'll get into our team's recap next week uh, with limited time here. So... Overall, just real quick before we get in depth next week, like I said, on our team's draft, what are you leaving your grade with for the Cowboys? Um, I'm going to say I'm going to give them a solid B, B plus maybe. You know what I mean? I, I would say B, B plus. We usually have an A class draft, I feel like, every year. Um, I think, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be fair, though, and say it's a B, B plus yeah, no, I, I get that for sure. I get that. Um, I, I kind of agree with you. Me personally, maybe maybe C plus, maybe C plus. Uh, but overall, Steelers, A, A. I'll give us an A. Uh, we're not really at A plus that I've seen. Um, that's a little bit of a stretch. But, yeah, solid A, maybe A minus. Uh, overall, we, we touched up on every weakness we needed. Um, we got a guard. We got a tackle that doesn't fall start. So, I mean, that's a beauty. Uh, tackle that doesn't hold. I mean, that's a beauty. So, shout out Omar Khan, uh, the Khan artist, like I said. Shout out Jerry Jones. Great draft for him. Um, like you said, Vaughn, that whole situation was pretty cool to see. Uh, I know they had him in the mini-me lair, uh, the Austin Powers <laughs> lair. That was pretty funny. Uh, but, yeah, man, overall, we will – you guys will hear us talk yeah. about our drafts. We will get our in-depth – evaluation of the guys um after more highlights we watched i know you've been touching up on a lot of the new draftees highlights uh some things you like a lot of things you like so we will get into that but some things we don't like as of right now um mlb talk both of our squads going through a little bit of a situation uh mine got the big injury bug um the phillies getting their players off injury but the pitchers are playing like they're injured. So, I mean, terrible situation for us both. Um, the Yankees are above 500, which is not even okay at this point. Um, I expected us to be way above 500. Uh, but Judge only on the 10-day IL. I, the 10-day ILs are cool. Yeah. I, I definitely – it could be way worse. I see the Yankees fans overreacting like Judge just got fucking shot. Yeah. Uh, he's on a 10-day IL. Stanton's on a 10-day IL. We're getting these guys back sooner rather than later. Um, but – the biggest talk of the Phillies, Kyle Schwarber. What the hell? <laughs> the guy swings a 40-pound bat. <laughs> yeah. Um, Schwarber, man, uh, this year, slow start. Um, and, you know, I, I think he's batting. I don't even think he's batting 200 at the moment. Um, I, I think it just, with that out, I think it just went down to 191. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, Schwarber, it's bittersweet um, <laughs> to have. Uh, you know, the guy, it's pretty much the story's been strikeout or homer or ground out. Um, yeah, I wish he would make contact a little better. Hate, hate the fact that Rob continues to put him in the leadoff spot the past two nights. 
Um, Schwarber is not by any means, I don't care what happened last season, by any means a leadoff hitter this year. He's not. Stott, in my opinion, definitely our best leadoff option. Our best leadoff guy is Bryson Stott. He's proved that. If not, Trey Turner, uh, Alec Bohm, you could go so many different ways than Kyle Schwarber in the leadoff spot. I mean, come on. Um, it's just absolutely horrible. Um, and, you know, it, it's just, I think it'll all smooth out in the end, but you can't have Schwarber in the leadoff spot. I just don't like it at all. Yeah. He needs to be batting like fifth or sixth. No, I agree with you on that. I'm not going to slander him too much. Um, it's not his say on where he goes in a lineup. Probably would help him out batting average-wise to not lead off. Um, I just hate it. I, yeah, I, I, I don't like it at We all. got Volpe leading off. You guys yeah. got um, like 240-pound Schwarber leading yeah. off. It just, it just doesn't make sense. The, uh, statistically the, and, and historically, you don't see leadoff hitters as – the big guy. No. I, I've never seen no. Judge no. even a thought as our leadoff hitter. No. Um, never see seen Ryan Rowdy Tellez. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't Come see on. Prince Fielder leading off. I mean, uh, you don't see Vladdy Schwarber, leading off. At the end of the day, it, he's he's the slugger on the team. That's who we rely for the big bat, the slugger, the home runs. Thompson's and, pulling a real Girardi. Yeah, I, I just don't get it, man. I, I get he batted lead off in second. Uh, heading into the postseason last year, and it and it worked, but maybe just in that moment it worked in that time. But now uh, with Stott having the bat that he's had this year, him being in leadoff, I feel like is where our most success came from uh, the, in the past few weeks. Yeah, um, from what I've seen so, as, a, as a Yankees fan and outsider, come definitely. On. Yeah, Stott is our best leadoff guy, as I said a few no minutes question. ago. Um, there's no other option to me. You can't change my mind. Uh, again, even if you're not putting Stott in the leadoff, which he deserves to be there, maybe, you know, like I said, you got, you got guys on your team that, that could definitely lead off before Schwarber. I, shit, I would even have Castellanos lead off over Schwarber this year. Um, so it's just like, I don't know what he's thinking, man. They interviewed him in the dugout yesterday. He said it was just a trial and error kind of thing, but we need to, we need to win games and focus on keep winning games, even though it's early on. So, and enough with that. And, uh, we we saw how it's worked out uh, the last two days. So just just cut the shit, cut the bullshit, put stop back in the leadoff spot when we were winning games, uh, and uh, let's get back to that. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, long long season. Uh, we will be getting into a lot of baseball as it just started. Yeah, we're gonna be touching on um, baseball every week. NHL playoffs are here. Um, they have been great so far. The big guys have not been scoring recently. So uh, Austin Matthews goalless. Um, the last two, or at least the last one, excuse me. Um, nah, the Rangers got kicked, and Zabinijad did score, but they got kicked. Um, overall, it's just been the no names have been given the assists. Matty Tuchuk, three assists last game, uh, last night. But yeah, man, it's just crazy. The NHL playoffs are here, and they are lit, like I said. So if you haven't checked it out, check that out. Um, it's sad to see Ovechkin, sad to see Crosby McKinnon. Uh, Miko, my guy, get kicked so early. But I would love to see McDavid win a Stanley Cup finally. Uh, he was dominant this year, arguably one of the greatest players this year um, behind Pasternak. So, yeah, NHL playoffs. Uh, we're not seeing the Flyers in them. Sorry, the Philly Bruins, fans. Though, the, Bruins, the Bruins with an ultimate collapse. Uh, I'm not going to talk so much bad about them, but... My my abs my abs did a little collapse, but we were pretty banged up. We had Kale McCarr missing one game. Uh, Valerie Nashushkin dealing with some legal issues. I don't know what's going on there. Um, Cogliano obviously took that late hit, got him injured. So build rebuilding season for the abs. 
We're going to come back strong. Um, any input for you on MLB or NHL before we head out? Nah, man. Uh, it's you know it's a little up and down for the Phils right now with, M- with MLB. Uh, Bryce Harper is back though, um, so we're really positive to to see that uh, quickest healing from Tommy John surgery in history. Um, the guy, man, he's just unbelievable, and uh, you know he's definitely definitely good to have his presence back. Um, you know, speaking of just getting a base hit in the ninth here, trying to rally to get this lead back. But um, yeah, man, just just great to have Bryce back it really is man he's basically the captain on the team other than hoskins so yeah 100 percent, man i mean and that kind of recaps everything that we wanted to get into um get your sejwudo bets in i got him by points got that at plus money right now sitting at plus 210 if i'm correct uh so yeah we will get in the ufc 288 next episode we will get into our draft recap of our teams Hopefully both our baseball teams are above 500 at that point. <laughs> yeah. That's all we can ask. Yeah. Um, we know so what yeah. it's going to be like with the MLB. It's going to be a roller coaster ride for Phillies and Yankees fans. Always is. Um, but in the end, I feel like we make out pretty well so, uh, in recent years anyway. So we'll see what happens, man. But that's pretty much it for today. Got into a little bit of everything. And don't forget, rest in peace, Jerry Springer. I uh, just wish you could hear that Jerry chant one more time. Uh, nah, but... All in all, if you made it this far, I appreciate the love and support. Um, And uh, we'll see you all next week. That's pretty much it. Peace.